on social media, you are the commodity. That means you and your audience are what's being sold on social media. Now, every time I say that, people go, well, that's not true. Those platforms are free. No, that is true. And that is exactly why those platforms are free. So you think about this, um, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, all, all of them. Yeah, you know, just go down the list. I mean, I could name all probably 50 or 60 social media platforms if we sat here and really started thinking about it. Because there, there are others on other parts of the world that are way more popular than, you know, what they are here. Um, they give you access, these online juggernauts, to their proprietary platform free of charge. Yet the people who run them are millionaires and in many cases, billionaires. How did they get to be that when a lot of them dropped out of college to start these things. Here, here's the business model, all right? Here it is. Invite billions of people to join, luring them with free access. That's you and me. Hey friends, it's Andy. I'm here, not in the studio, but at my kitchen table where we record the podcast. Got a question for you. Have you ever thought... I'm sharing this stuff online. I wonder if anybody is paying attention or, goodness, I'm, I'm sharing and some people have paid attention, but I would really love to grow my online audience. Well, if that's you or even someone that you know, I've got some great news for you. We've got a free video uh, that is just kind of this explainer video that's going to really walk you through step by step four things that you need to know in order to effectively grow your online audience. That's it. It's completely free. Free access available for you. I put the link in the show notes below. Here's how to find it. Go to amplifyonline.info slash summary. All lowercase, amplifyonline.info slash summary. The link is below. And really, we're going to give you the summary of uh, several of the courses that we've put together, several modules from part two of the Amplify framework that will tell you how to grow your online audience. There it is, amplifyonline.info slash summary. It's free, it's fast, and it's available for you. You would never think about adding on to a house that you rent. Uh, you probably wouldn't repaint the house that you rent. You wouldn't re-roof it. You wouldn't uh, smack it, flip it, nothing. Like, you just rent it. Now, ideally, you'd take care of it and all those sorts of things. But nobody renovates or remodels the rental. You, you don't build on things you rent. You build where you own. Now I know, I know that. Like that's completely obvious. Uh, you're probably over there thinking, "Yeah, duh." Uh, you don't modify a rental car. You don't decide. You know what? I'm gonna put some fresh rims on that. You don't think oh, I'm gonna upgrade those cloth or velour seats to leather. You don't. I mean, for the most part, you probably don't even wash the rental. You don't even take the trash out of it. You just kind of leave it in there. Why? Because it's a rental. Okay, all that said, here's what's super odd is how many people, instead of building their online presence where they own, which is your home base, which is your website, they presume that you need to build everything, and I mean everything, on social media. In fact, some people listening right now probably have like this visceral reaction to like, what, what? Yeah, 
you build on your website and instead of sending people from your website to social media, you flip it. We still use social media, but we use social media as a public forum to invite people and say, hey, come over to my place. I got some stuff for you to check out. We don't get real salesy at that point. We just serve them, but we invite them to where we live, build where we own, not the other way around. All right. What do you think, Beth? That's the setup. Yeah, I think that this is a huge, huge shift for the average person because, you know, everyone is so busy, like, building their grid, making it look pretty, you know, all, all the things. Maybe they're housing all of their information on YouTube. There's a lot of people that do that. There's a lot of people that use YouTube kind of as their personal filing yeah, system so, for videos. Yeah, so I think this is... That's common. Yeah. All right. So let me let me just kind of preface this. Here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying don't use YouTube. In fact, we got a strategy on how to use YouTube uh, to drive people back to your website uh, so that they purchase things. Uh, I'm not saying don't use social media. Uh, I am saying those platforms are not primarily the place that you own. Does that make sense? Yeah. I want to cast a vision that I had a couple of days ago about websites and this whole concept because, you know, part of the um, framework teaches um, that you you do not want to send people that are on your website off of your website. Um, I, I was thinking about how cozy, <laughs> I know that that's a crazy word, but like your website should be like so, like it should be my, to use my own language, a soft place to land. For someone, like whatever your message is, they should be able to get there and spend some time and kind of know logically where to move around, but think like cozy, like useful. I, I don't know. There's a ton of adjectives, um, but that whole concept just made me start thinking so differently about the value that the content that we house on our website has it's no different than you know me planning the flow of our home i mean someone can walk in and, and kind of know that you know this is the living room and this is the kitchen and this is the bathroom and all of that good stuff but it doesn't even stop there like you make those places function you make them um very convenient very cozy there's all kind of places all over the house that you can just curl up there's quiet places there's places that revolve around the television there's um, places that food is allowed and not allowed. So if you start thinking about your website and truly create it so you are wanting people to stay, I think that that's not only a, a huge shift for people, it could actually get fun. Right. You know, like it could be really fun for them to start thinking like that and doing some revamp or renovations on so, their on their website. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I mean, so what do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about reasons why we shouldn't send people to social yeah, media? I, I, or do you want I to, do. Do you I would like it? for you to recap that. Um, you know, I'm trying to, you know, myself, I'm trying to really get what the framework teaches into my head, like my top mind awareness. So why don't you start there? Well, let me give you maybe four reasons why you don't want to build on social media. Again, this isn't saying not to use social media. This is saying why you don't want social media to be your digital home. All right, so here's number one, is when you send somebody from your email or from your text or from your website to social media, 
uh, if you're sending them from your website, you've just walked them out the front door of your house and said, oh, well, hey, go over there. Like the most valuable stuff and where people can actually make a purchase with you that's going to level up for the most part is going to be on your website. When you send them to social media, you have no control over where they're sent next. Uh, this is true on YouTube where uh, for the most part, you can get in there and suggest the next video, but that's not always the case. And there's so much eye candy and so many ads bouncing all over that really you don't know what that person's going to do next on Facebook. You know, there are ads all over the place, even in your online groups that are going to navigate people away from those groups to other places. You don't know if those messages are going to be things you agree with or politically, theologically, mentally, psychologically, politically, whatever. Even if you did, they're leaving you and your message and going somewhere else. Think about the absurdity if somebody came over for a dinner party at your house and then you got somebody else around the table that's like, hey, so uh, we're all going to leave. We're going to leave you here, but we're all going to leave. We're thinking about you, but we're going to leave your house and we're all going to go eat at you know, KFC or Chick-fil-A or something. Like you think that that's ludicrous, but that's what we're doing with our website. You have no idea where that person is going to be sent next. They come to you. Oh, goodness. Invite them to stay. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, but it has to be like this is where the fun starts. So you can renovate your website or build it from scratch to be this cozy place. Like if you have that you mindset. You got to have something for them to stay at. Yeah, like you and you have to be proud of it and you have to loop it around. It's like no different than like we have one to like probably four or five doors to get into our home. But the kids have all been told if someone new comes, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, whatever it is, they always use the front door. They can't access like and we do that because we want people to kn we want to know who's coming into our house, who we're responsible for. Um, you know, the property's um, got a lot of different moving parts. And so we like to be the able to. Well, I mean, like, it kind of does. You can't, you don't know what's going on the other side of, of this place if you aren't, if you don't know. You don't know. So, yes, it's a very much an issue. And so we have that. So if you think about your website and you create these doorways for people to come in, there's so many tactics that you can do, and it gets really fun to intentionally position that so that the people not only enter into the to the place but they get to the right place the fastest and so we can collect information there's so many things that can be done if you just know to do them um back when websites first started and before you know a 10 year old could do a website you, know, you just basically had your about page your contact page all of these things that just were static and then you're shooting people yeah, off and of social so media one thing that we've bumped into really big and you can agree with this is people are like oh i just need i don't need that website like i don't need kajabi or click funnels or whatever they don't understand that oh there's this huge advantage to not just what you see but it's what happens in the back end right one of the big questions I get a lot is the technology. How tech savvy do you have to be? And many people assume that they don't have the knowledge or skill set to do the technology that's required to amplify your message. Here's the deal. The way people interact with websites has radically changed, but the technology itself has changed more in your favor. Back when I began, we had to band-aid six, seven, sometimes eight or 10 different platforms together. And when one broke, it was like a domino 
chain reaction, they all fell apart. Now, everything I do is all under one platform, all under one roof. It's Kajabi. So if you've ever seen a website that I put together, it was on Kajabi. If you've received an email from me, sent that through Kajabi. If you've made a purchase and then you've logged into uh, your online library to see a video or a course or even a podcast like this one, or even heard an audiobook, all of that featured in Kajabi. Kajabi means to take flight, and what they'll do is really provide you the resources and the tools to help your message take flight and get it out there. Here's the great news. We have a link down below to all of our tools and where you can take advantage of a free trial in Kajabi. We'll provide you some free training. You can make an offer very quickly and begin selling that. And before you even need to pay anything um, for that platform, you could be actually in the green, earning your money. I tell you this too, a lot of people go, well, it's gotta be really expensive. No, no, no. I pay less than 15 to 20% per month to run this than I was paying to pull everything else together. That's all on Kajabi. Take advantage of the link below and uh, we'll help navigate you through the process of amplifying your message on Kajabi. heard that where well, they're like oh, well I just need a simple website well I, I bumped the other day against you know a client that we had they paid a lot of money for a lot of consulting a lot of training and I you know and I schooled them very well on the strategy and then I saw right on their homepage a link off their website to some other vendor and I thought no 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 no, no. like no like this all needs to be and here's what's cool rather than send them out the front door which is what they did as people come to our house more and more, and I remember teaching this to the people who came here uh, for the filming of Amplify when we were recording it at our house in the tiny house, is um, and by now they were already doing this. I said, well, you know, when you guys came here, some of you had never met us before. You came because a close friend of ours invited you, and we're so happy to have you here. You came up to the front door and you knocked on that door. But did you notice what happened after lunch, after we took a break, is you guys all just started coming around the back, came to the back door, you came on the back patio, we came out here, you're all sitting, chilling out, like you've made yourself at home. And what you see over time with your website is as people that come through that front door homepage, over time, most people are going to land on your page, not from the front door, but from all these other back doors and back end things that you can't even see because you've identified them when they came in and you know it's relevant to them so you're able to point them to the places that are most relevant just like we were able to do with people in our home so it is a massive shift let me give you number two number two is when people go to social media you got to realize this on social media you are the commodity that means you and your audience are what's being sold on social media now Every time I say that, people go, well, that's not true. Those platforms are free. No, that is true. And that is exactly why those platforms are free. So you think about this. Um, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, all, all of them. Yeah, you know, just go down the list. I mean, I could name all probably 50 or 60 social media platforms if we sat here and really started thinking about it. Because there, there are others on other parts of the world that are way more popular than you know, what they are here, um, they give you access, these online juggernauts, to their proprietary platform 
free of charge, yet the people who run them are millionaires and in many cases, billionaires. How did they get to be that when a lot of them dropped out of college to start these things? Here, here's the business model, all right? Here it is. Invite billions of people to join, luring them with free access. That's you and me. As people post and share and comment and like and upload and take other actions, they collect absurdly detailed amounts of data on all of us. Okay, no complaint. We signed up for that. Here's what they then do. Sell that personal information, including our habits, uh, and in some cases, like what you say, because <laughs> they're listening, right? They sell that to advertisers who then pay to run targeted ad campaigns that are very effective to all the users on the platform. And then they collect major ad revenue from those advertisers because those advertisers are converting those clicks away from social media into major revenue themselves. That's why they give those platforms away for free. So here's what I'm saying. Your audience is being targeted and sniped when they go to social media in order to buy other things from other people in other places. Now, just kind of a footnote for later on, strategy, something that we teach uh, in the module about websites and in the module about emails and opt-ins is we say, hey, later on, when you're running some of these opt-ins and they're optimized, uh, you could run some ads and lead those people to you. Um, but you, you want to do some things first. You want to practice and you want to make sure that your free versions are working before you pay for traffic. Here's the point. Point number one that we said about not sending people to social media is, first of all, you don't know where they're going to be sent next. Number two is other people are paying to pull your audience away from you so they can sell them stuff. Ah. Yeah. So to not to play devil's advocate i mean all of that is true but so if if someone originates on social media and you're inviting them to your website like if you reverse build that um i'm gonna give you the little article that i wrote so you can put it in the show notes or do i do the show notes whatever um (laughs) um, we'll put it in the show notes the seven i wrote seven ways that um social media keeps you on the apps um, on their on their platform, and so two things. One major thing is if you reverse build, which is a lot of the mindset stuff that I, I feel like I'm really really good at as far as strategy is concerned. If you reverse build that, you can look at what they're doing to keep people on their site, on the platform, on the social media, and then you can mimic some of those things on your website to make it a cozy place that people are not going to want to jump off of your website. They actually reward, like Instagram, for example, you makes it very difficult to put links in in your post. Yeah, you have to put them up in your bio. You have to. Um, use a link tree, all of these different workarounds. And that is because they do not want you sending people off the app into your own ecosystem. So yeah. if that's the case, I do think that there is a time They're stumbled place, on something. Right. So, I, but point number two, I think that there is a time and place where you have to honor whatever platform you're on. So we do not hate social media. We love social media. It is a yep. humongous part of what we're doing, but if you if your person originates there or they're following you on social media and you have things that are there to sell i mean there are tactics on each social media platform that you can use to in addition to do you see what i'm saying well absolutely like twitter shows up in google really well yeah there's videos have the best tools to create reels that you can repurpose 
Facebook ads yeah, so run the longest and best. Or, I yeah. feel like in the last couple episodes, it sounds like we're kind of like dissing social media. It's not that. It's just like you would... You want to have your home no, you base. Would, you still rent an Airbnb. Yeah. Well, but you're not going to renovate the Airbnb. Yeah, and also, like, you, you might have a storefront or you might... So, there are so many different ways to look at it. But to summarize, you want to make sure you have a home base that's warm and cozy. So, if you ever get locked out of Instagram, for example, you can just still... You have enough things going on. Or if Instagram, you know, gets uncool and then there's something else... Um, you can always just kind of plug into the ongoing. Well, that leads thing. to the third point here, like what you just said. And so I'm going to let you elaborate on this is, you know, if Instagram gets uncool or whatever, you know, I mean, so the fact is, all these platforms, they're temporary and there are new ones that come out all the time. Now, I don't think, you know, Facebook is going to go away anytime soon. It's changed a lot, but like all our kids are on Snapchat. Yeah, it depends on who. Aren't. Yeah, it definitely depends I mean, on like, who. And you don't have to be on all the things. No, I think I would pick one or two that you're really, really good at, and and you know learn those things. But Periscope disappeared. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, MySpace is gone. Well, it's not that Instagram. I think is going to get uncool anytime soon. I think that it, they censor you and they make it very hard. You would be so surprised at how many people are actually seeing your stuff. Well, that's another point. Is like these parties can and will at some point, shut you down or hide you. Now, I've seen people banned for up to 30 days. I've seen them lose their groups for no reason. Oh, it was an accident, but it still it's, affects yeah. you. So let me review the four observations we've made, and then I want you to kind of run with it. So number one was when you send people away from you, out your front door, you don't know where they're going next. Number two, you and your audience are the commodity on the social media platforms. You are what's being sold. Um the third observation was these platforms are temporary. They eventually go away, you know, or they change or new hotter versions come in. That doesn't mean we don't use them. It just means relatively we need to understand what they are and that they all have a life cycle. Um, and then the fourth one is they can and will shut you down, hide you, censor, whatever. They don't show you to everybody, you know, 5% of your followers see you on social, whatever. So... I think we've made the case for websites. What, what what do you want to say about any or all of that? Well, I, I mean, I love Instagram, and I love the the fact that I can go there and I basically can shop for everything. So if you are advertising to those people and you've got your ecosystem set up the right way, you very much want to take advantage of some of those things. And knowing those things and the order in which they need to happen just makes everything flow so much easier. I think that social media for, I mean, Instagram, for example, is going to reward you if you're taking advantage of what they're asking you to do. And what they're wanting you to do is stay on the app and they want to make money by the people that are buying from you on that app. So to some degree, it's like you need to learn that. You need to take advantage of that. You need to use the features that they make it really use to use. And it's no different than we, you know, years ago, we used to sell at bulletin board not bulletin boards um, billboards giant things on yeah the, the radio like when i used to have an ad agency okay so we would we made all of our money on the upsell of um the billboards radio tv commercials i mean like all of the things that aren't even a thing anymore now this was before social media and so i think it's important to have a strategy and i think the more you use those things they're going to reward you and Somehow you start getting seen more, but just to be an average Joe on Instagram 
it just doesn't work the way that it used to work. It's not even that it, it's not even that it doesn't work the way that we think that it should work. It, it used to work like that. I mean, right. that's how all of these people have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers, and there there's influencers that are have so many affiliate links floating around that they're very successful. But that's very hard to do right now, right? From scratch, and um, well, and if you're listening and something like that happens to you and you blow up, I mean, great, awesome. But in the meantime, let's build a strategy that works for most people. And, and then at some point, if you blow up and you're an influence, oh, great. Okay. Well, now you got that too. And right. You got but don't, don't mistake blowing up and having a lot of followers. That does not always equate to being able to monetize your message. Right. So it depends on what your motivation is. If you just want to be known, you know, maybe go do that. But if you're really wanting to try to support your family or you're a single mom that have kids and you want to be on, you know, home when they get off the school bus every day. I mean, that was one of my goals. Like you find ways to generate income. And if you're doing these things right, it is, you, you can do that. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot, but it's true. It is a lot. It's a true story. All right. So let's land the plane on this one. Here's a couple things that I've put down in the show notes for you. Okay. So, you know, we got that, uh, fancy schmancy, I, I want to write a book club that's down there. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. The more and more I process and think about it and start planning it, it is going to be really good. But to be in that book club, you can't have written a book. Like, you can't. You just have to have, like, you're disqualified if you've so, like, written I'm a book. Out. Like, that is, that is not, yeah, you cannot be in there. <sighs> Hey friends, Andy Jenkins here at the kitchen table. So let me just give you a heads up. Beth mentioned something. It really kind of stumbled out. Here's the deal. You might be like she is right now, like at this time and space at this exact moment where you've got an idea. You've been taking notes. You've been journaling. You've been maybe crafting stuff in the notes section of your iPhone and you have this book idea going in your head, but You've never written a book. And so here's what she's done. She's created this special wait list for people who are qualified. Like this is an elite exclusive thing because she's going to walk you through this thing. Um, But here's the qualification is you can't have written a book yet to be in this group. This is people who are saying, all right, it's my first run at it. I want to walk with some people in community who have some tools, have some resources. We've we've got all of these amplified videos and things from the course that she's really yanked out. What are the necessary pieces that you need to know? Everything from how to start, uh, everything from time blocking and the discipline and strategy to get the stuff done to even our customized book template where you drop the words in and it instantly looks, feels, shapes like a book. And here's the deal, like we can even match you up. If you want to publish this thing on your own, we can show you how to do that. Or we can even introduce you to a real life publisher who will help you edit this thing, take it to the next level. But it all begins by filling out and raising your hand and go, hey, um, like I'm interested. I, w- I would love to do this. And so right now, uh, it's not yet ready, but if you think that, you know what, I might just maybe, no strings attached, uh, no commitment yet, but I may want to take a crack at this, then uh, I'll put a link down in the show notes below for you, and uh, we're just going to call it 
book club. Not not book club like um, uh, we're reading a book like book club of the elite group of people out there like you who have an incredible idea that want to work with people like Beth and share that message with the world. We're going to walk you step by step. Huh? She's going to walk you step by step how to do it. All right. Uh, down below, amplifyonline.info slash book club. Links below, amplifyonline.info slash book club. have to have, like, you're disqualified if you've so written a book. Out. Like, that is, that is not, yeah, you cannot be in there. <sighs> So this is not, hey, you know, I've got all this expertise and I, I want to do another one. Um, this is like, I've got a dream. <laughs> and, you know, I don't have a website yet and I don't have a big social media following. I just have a message on my heart. You're in the elite group that have a message that's waiting to be shared. Yeah. Like it's and untapped so potential. I need some energy. Like I need those people. And I just think that that could be a really cool book that could have like a hundred percent rate of success. Yeah. It's an untapped gold mine. Yeah. Literally. It's like there's gold. For, there. you just for go everyone. It. It's like the true definition of win, win. Um, and you know, the relationships that we have with publishing and, um, just, Golly, you're a founding partner. I mean, um, what is it called of Kajabi? Like you've been with Kajabi since day one. And so like there's all these perks that we have to offer that these people that are just starting out, yeah. they they wouldn't be able to even know to ask for those things. Right. So that's what this group is going to be about is like finding out what you don't know. Well, and the, you know, we've got a relationship with a publisher. We can put them on the phone or a Zoom. With a publisher, as soon as they've got that book written, like you know, we don't want to do that prematurely. But yeah, you know, I mean, there's just it, it's like just some... opportunity and collaboration, and um, it's it's going to be good. All right, so that link's down below. I've also put a link for you if you want to learn how to grow your online audience. And I'm gonna give you a tip that's gonna tell you how to do it with your website, not social media. There's another module that will teach you how to schedule 30 days of social media in three hours. Uh, but you got to start in the other direction first. Okay. So let's sign off. This is Amplify. We're here to help you multiply, monetize. And I'm going to say it every time. Even it's not roll. official. Yeah. yeah. Put a megaphone on that message. You've got something to say. Let's help you say it loud and clear. So people hear. All right. We'll loud see you. Loud and clear. So people hear. That was amazing. Yeah. But I can't change all the branding right now. No, it's so good though. I yeah. like when something just organically happens. Yeah. All right. Next time.